0: Gentlemen, we are back with another wonderful episode of Three Dudes and Cold Brews podcast. Present songs to sip to, and this is episode thirty, boys. This is a milestone episode. If you were, if our show was a a person, the thirties when. Stuff starts changing a little bit. You know, it's a man 30, becomes 30, a man. 30-30. You know, some people start going bald. Some people start going a little gray. Some people, you know, whatever. That's just, a 30 is a weird number, right? Not for us. For us, gentlemen, there's three of us, so it's probably a lucky number. Uh, uh, I'm Eddie Vegas.
1: And I'm Steve, a.k.a. Fuck Tongue, and I went bald when I was 20. Hey, nothing wrong with that. Mm-mm.
2: I kind of did too, but it was by my own decision. Ah, uh, and I am Uncle Dobby, other
0: known as Ray. And this episode is going to be a fun one. It's the first time we've done, like, a real theme in a while. And it's not really, like, a thought-out theme.
1: It's the opposite of thought-out.
0: It's the polar opposite. It probably is the laziest theme we've ever had to do. kind of worked out for me because I didn't pick anything this week. <laughs> yeah. Well, Ray, it's probably because we told you not to. Yeah,
2: but you know I didn't <laughs> listen so yeah, the last time we, we were got, fucking true, there. True, definitely yeah. Yeah,
0: you. true. Yeah, true. Uh, <laughs> fucking hole. <tickle. laughs> yeah, I didn't really pick much this week. Oh yeah, all week we've been talking about doing randoms. All right, guys. So here's the breakdown. This is the first time hearing of it. He's <laughs> <you're> such a <laughs> cunt. All right. So here's the way this is gonna break down today, everybody. Uh, instead of well thought out, well, ah, um, uh, what, what's a good word for this, Steve? When you uh art, no, articulate, um, when you put together something. Like, maybe like you're... Constructed? uh, No. When you're a historian or you're putting together artifacts, you're... There's a word, and I'm going to think of it in between the songs. And I'll come back and go, oh, it was um, curated. Curated, yes. Instead of finally curated... It took me a second, but I knew I was going to have it. That's a good word. Instead of finally curated picks from the boys here at the table, we are going to take our liked song album, I mean, our liked song section on Spotify. We all have them. Um, and hit shuffle. And <laughs> that's it. And whatever happens, happens. We are not going to change any tracks. We're not going to skip any tracks. It doesn't matter if we've played the songs before. It does not matter. We are going to just fucking hit shuffle and see what happens.
1: And if there's an intro, you're going to hear Bye. that too. That's
0: the other thing. <clears throat> if there's an intro, the only, the only, uh, the only, what would you call that? Not segue, but caveat. Caveat. There go. Another good word. Steve, thank you. Um, would be if it happens to be either an intro, an interlude, an intermission song, something or a skit, something that is just something that clearly isn't an actual song. Maybe it's like a 30-second intro song to an album or something. We're just going to let it ride. We're just going to let it ride and play an extra song. So there's some of some of us might end up with four or even five picks if you get two intros in a row. We're going to give each other a little signal. You won't know the difference. You're just going to hear a bunch of music. But that's the only
1: caveat. Or, or a bunch uh, of people talking right. if it's a hip-hop skit. If it is, right, Exactly. <laughs>
0: This could be sketchy as fuck, guys, yeah. because none of us really know what we have on our spot. I mean, we all know, well,
1: but, like... It's
0: going to be interesting. Yeah, because there's no telling what's going to happen. You motherfuckers... It's going to go... Last week, I called 90s hip-hop an exhibit, and sure as shit, all we got from Steve were three songs like that. That's why we are doing. One of them being exhibit. One of them being exhibit. Mm-hmm. Um, I uh, have a weird, distinct feeling that, there's, for some reason, you're going to end up with at least one 90s hip-hop song. Ray... It's pretty obvious what's gonna happen with him. We're gonna get a fucking '90s like grunge era weird like or screaming trees or something. A twenty-seven minute song, <laughs> or a very what long happened? song. I didn't even think of that. And me, one hundred percent, you're gonna get some kind of weird random pop song that like you guys are gonna fucking want to rip your headphones. Or, like Katy Perry is gonna pop up, and you guys are gonna go, "What the fuck, man?" Yeah, I I have an intro. We all have eclectic liked songs crossing my fingers
2: a few things don't come (laughs) up yeah that's that well that
0: too right because you never really know um but it's gonna be fun because we're literally all gonna be sitting here like in hopes that we don't fucking play something (laughs) that's too bad
1: so it's gonna be almost it's almost like russian roulette oh Song Russian Roulette. There we we go. We had even a title for this I think we should make that a a monthly theme. Monthly theme. Russian Roulette. Song Russian
0: Roulette, guys. I like that. That's good. Maybe every five episodes. Yeah, yeah.
1: something like that. (sighs) Oh, I'm coming for that title,
0: boy. All right, so we're going to kick it off. Steve's going to go first. I imagine just have Ray go next, and then I'll go last, because that's just the way that we're sitting on the table today. So, Steve's about to play his. Good luck, everybody. See you on the flip side. See ya. Right. It's almost like a real radio show. All right. And we're back, guys. On KPP 207.
1: I'll uh, we'll go with there one. No. Who wants to go first?
2: Are we right on right now? We are. We are All on right. Right. Uh, I will go first, then. I put slow, moody, doom feeling so far. Oh, hey, now. Uh, Vocals and bass a little bit kind of reminded me of, like, early Nirvana, like Bleach. A little bit before it got into the heavier part. I don't know if you kind of caught any of that. I Uh, didn't expect the heavier vocals, but it was fitting. Uh, Creeper comes back after a brief silence. Almost sounds like a demented tubular bells in the background. Uh, All fitting together. Well, I gave it a 2.75.
1: Cool.
0: Uh, Low and slow open. (laughs) Little Doom feel seems like a long one. And it is uh vocals are kind of black metal the recording feels old as hell not much musically um but it has a good classic atmosphere to it like there really was nothing fucking earth shattering as far as like the guitar work or drums or anything else and even the recording was kind of like super lo-fi like a lot of it was coming out of my right ear and i almost thought there was something up with my headphones at one point then like the guitar actually kicked in on the left finally so definitely an older recording if it didn't sound like it was going to end five times and keep going it probably would have been like the two 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 you know two and a quarter range but it ended up being like a 1.85 because it just i wanted it to like every time it stopped and restarted i was hoping it was going to do something else Mm -hmm. and it didn't it just kept on doing the same thing yeah so like i was hoping for more out of this one and i think i got a little bit of a dick tease and i think it kind of let me down a little bit they always dick tease
1: that's like they don't ever get out of like third gear
0: yeah, it it was just odd. I don't know, odd choice for me. Yeah. To me, I guess I don't know. Well, it Wasn't it was bad a choice. It just, <laughs> yeah.
1: True.
0: I wasn't talking about the musical choice of the track. Oh, I was talking cool. about like odd choice of a song writing position. Like why right. you would just never. Like why do you have a break in the middle of the song that sounds like it's ending? And They're it the Randy the Orton of heavy metal. Uh he never gets out of third gear either. <laughs> <laughs> to get it wrong. Do they also say the n word?
1: Probably. <laughs> <I'm kidding. laughs> all right, go ahead. Now, would you give that a one eight five?
0: Yeah, one eight five. I just not terrible, better than average. Just
1: yeah, yeah. This one's all about atmosphere, really. It's not. There's no typical song structure. They didn't get out of third gear. Uh, this is a band called Head of the Demon. Name of the track is They Lie in Wait, which he said a million times. Um, this is actually not that old. I think it maybe 2015, 2016, wow. something like that. Um, they actually just recently dropped a new album, which I haven't heard because I thought the second one was kind of iffy to me, so I didn't bother with the new one.
0: If it's iffy to you, I would definitely love it.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. This whole thing is uh, just atmosphere. Every song is kind of like this, where it's real slow. They oh, never.
0: I got you guys beers, and I forgot to the grab <laughs> so so they,
1: never... they never get out of third gear and um, just real slow and low. All the way through the At least the first album The second one I don't really remember I just remember d- Being uh, disappointed with it mm. um, And then uh, On to the next song Whoever wants to go uh,
2: Second it, uh, song I put Upbeat Fast paced Sleazy rock and roll uh, Short and to the point I didn't really take too much notes Had some short solo
0: in it Wasn't bad I gave it a two and a half Little a uh, Little more upbeat uh, Semi stoner rock feel I like this <clears throat> Is this Midnight? Yes Yeah I thought so mm. I was gonna say uh, If it's not It's very very similar uh, I ended up Only giving it a two and a quarter Because this one I was uh, I wanted to keep going Like where the other one Kind of like let me down This one let me down Only because like I wanted more
1: Yeah this one was like
0: It was two real Two minutes Forty five seconds yeah, Which is normally my wheelhouse yep. But going from whatever That last one was Ten yeah. minutes Eight minutes Whatever the fuck it was of the same thing Nine like, minutes I think if this song Played first It would've been almost. It probably would've been a three Yeah. Because I love I, I I like Midnight So But the, this wasn't a typical Midnight vocal Like normally his vocals Are like that, that Harsh all the way through this Yeah this little,
1: uh This was back when They were only doing Like singles For a okay. year from I want to say I think the first LP Was like 2010 And they were just Dropping like singles And EPs For like 10 years Before that So they kind of Went from like Real raw And kind of As this sounded To a little bit more Polished yeah. Later on Actually, he there's um, a uh,
0: Return of the Pit I follow on Instagram, and there was a show from ten years ago and uh, somewhere around here. Yeah, and they were they have pictures of them, so it was kind of crazy. Again, I love Midnight from what I know of them, like uh, Satanic royalty and all that stuff. But this it sounded a little bit different to me. Yeah. You could tell it was them, but like it wasn't his voice all the way through the one that you're used to hearing. So, again, like, normally this would have been, like, a two and a half minimum to probably a three, closer to three. But I think it was going from that really long song where I kind of, like, lost steam in my own head. Like, mm. It
1: did feel like a good pick-me-up at first, though, after that song was over. Oh,
0: 100%. <laughs> it was an instant shot in the arm, for yep. sure, yeah. it's a very good song. though.
2: Third song? Third song. Obituary? Yep. Uh, vocals are so distinct, they put a beat, unfortunately, when we saw them with Midnight. They were supposed Ironically. to play Slowly We Rot's whole album, right? Yep. Yep. but they didn't because nope. maybe time. But uh song's good either way. Uh, like I said, distinct. I like most of obituary stuff.
1: Yeah, probably the most distinctive heavy, heavy metal voice I can think of. Yeah. Like, you know who it is right off the bat if you yep. know obituary.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I would
0: argue that. I gave that song a clear. But only only because you said a general statement of heavy metal. Yeah. And I feel like if you if you're talking death metal. There you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I still don't get that because I don't know much of obituary, yeah. but I get what you're saying. I know them as an iconic... See, what's weird to me, I still will argue that that's thrash to me. And I know that they're classified as Florida death metal. Yeah, I don't hear death metal in that, even a little bit. That's thrash
1: to me. So, yeah. it's, Well, a lot of that stuff, early death metal stuff, was kind of thrash. thrash metal. No, I, I know that,
0: but it's just like I cannot... I cannot look at that like it's death metal. Yep. I just I refuse to hear that as death metal. I, 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 it, it doesn't sound at all. It sounds like Exodus and fucking Slayer mm-hmm. to me, just with a heavier vocal. You know, mm-hmm. like Death is like that too, though. Too, like a lot of those bands are like that to me. Where like yeah. they're they con- they're considered death metal, but like no Cannibal
1: Corpse is death metal to me. Like Deicide is death metal to me. You yeah. know what I mean like John yeah, there was God a Boy, there was a fine yeah. line back um, then. when ha- when Thrash got real heavy. Yeah, and then it became death metal. Yeah.
0: Um. <clears throat> I didn't know that it was obituary because I don't know, I don't know much by them to be totally honest with you. Uh, more doomy rock, uh, kind of a modern mix of the last two bands. It really, it was a perfect. It was like atmospheric and like older school feeling like the first song, but was like upbeat and more polished like the second song. So it was, it really was like a perfect amalgamation of the two. Uh, love the fucking dive bomb. Um, uh, nice picks up into a two-step, good thrash tempo again where I th- hear thrashiness, um, and I, I love the drum tone. Uh, the drum tone was really good. Good ripping guitar section. I give this a two point six. I liked it from what it was. I didn't know that it was obituary. I remember seeing them live and I thought they were boring. So like I don't, yeah. I don't remember them sounding like this.
1: Yeah, I agree. They played a lot of the new stuff when we when saw we saw them. them. Okay.
0: If they had played this, I probably would have actually enjoyed it. Yeah. yeah. And I probably would have sat through the whole set, but it was I was bored out of my
1: fucking mind. When yeah. playing. <laughs> Which is odd because I love that kind of like I thought Midnight. Uh, not for nothing though. They probably look bland compared to coming after midnight. Midnight,
0: the a three piece band moving around the stage, fast paced, fucking circle pit and music the whole time. Like, yeah, that's that band should be a fucking headlining band. I don't yeah. understand
1: why they're not. <laughs> they're yeah, it's fucking... hard to follow. Up. I mean, they they would headline like an underground show, but going out with Obituary, I understand why they.
0: I get that. It's it's just it's 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 nice to see. An opening band upstage the headlining act, especially yep. when they're a big name one. I actually enjoy when that happens. Yep. Terror does that. The band, the hardcore band Terror, mm-hmm. very, very rare that I've seen them and they don't, they don't beat the fucking headline band. Like every time I've seen them, they come goddamn
1: near stealing the show. If not, They were the also like a midnight in terms of hardcore where they're a, a big hardcore underground name, yeah. but not they're not like you know hate breed or something. Yeah, yeah exactly.
0: And they're, they're honestly they're similar to. Midnight where it's just fast-paced and fucking it's just a fist through a fucking wall the whole time. Yeah. Uh yeah, so good good picks. They all ended up I think the la- the first song if it wasn't if the first song was the last song today, I probably would have gotten it higher. yeah something with opening with that just like it took the fucking wind right out of me. Mm-hmm. So. But interesting picks. I'm very surprised that there wasn't 90s hip hop. So yeah, nothing. I'm a little let down. <laughs>
1: So we're gonna have to figure out how to transition in between playing songs because someone's gonna need to get ready and we're gonna have to fill some ad time. Whoever wants to go next, since we're all, right. all completely live now. All right. So, so whoever wants to go next can get set up and uh, go next. All right, and just we'll just continue, right continue mm-hmm. talking here. Um, my only worry with that is I always have to do a little bit of a sound check. Yeah, as my levels are good. Oh, you can just pause no, it. no levels. So you you can't, just,
0: we're not really gonna be able to do no. levels. You can pause it for two seconds. And yeah. Know you just to make sure that I would do that, I, might
1: be smart. Just yeah, I don't to. know. Then, I mean, the whole problem, we shouldn't do this if we're going to do that. Yeah. It's kind of no That's point. fine. I'll just turn my volume Yeah, all the just way put it all the way up, up and I'll control it from over here. All right. So
2: I'm going to my library and I'm going to my liked songs right now.
1: This is how we do this, ladies and gentlemen.
2: And I'm just going to hit shuffle right now and we're going, right? Yep,
1: we're on. All right. Here we go. going to talk over it because uh fuck it we're just going to let him play two more tracks no. fuck it hopefully only yeah, two more hopefully. tracks a little a little yeah hopefully. a little nude music mood mood music under mood the music. Headphones. all right my fucking mood pants just came down son <laughs> how much longer we got there this is uh got one more minute okay two minute
0: 24 ah who's <laughs> Who? While this is going on i'm gonna get another moscow
1: mule there you go who is this
0: Fucked it up, son. Motherfucker. Did I? Oh, yeah. Sorry. No, you can we can just skip it now. You gotta you gotta pl- you gotta plug your fucking wire in, buddy. We can oh, just hit so. pause. We'll we'll just let just it just let it, we'll it let it rip. It, it is what it is, man. We're live, folks. This is this is random weekend.
1: This is why we're doing it. We don't edit shit. Not in this <laughs> one, anyways. <is> it <laughs> uh, we don't. Yeah, I might real- make it sound better, but I don't edit it. I'm good. I'm drinking a Sam Adams brick red. Malty and smooth It's mm. not bad Malty and smooth It's kind of like an IPA Without the bitterness And we're going to mute The mics again Because we so. Hopefully We got a thumbs up Yeah I think we're good on Thumbs up kids Well, that was interesting. It was two intros, three relatively short songs for Ray. Correct. Mm-hmm. Still so wasn't kinda... as
0: lo- still wasn't as long as Steve's first song. <laughs>
1: no. <laughs> so uh, Ed, if you want to go first,
0: yeah, let's just go for it. Uh, let's see here. Oh, sorry. Let me get back to race picks. Uh, so far, a bunch of noise kind of sounds like a donkey screaming. Oh, this is your first interlude. <laughs> Thank you. On to the first real song. Okay, real song now. Kind of had a clutch-esque rhythm. Music is cool, uh kind of bluesy rock and not sold on the vocals yet. Mm. Was trying to let it marinate. Overall the song musically had what I like. I could hear like a harmonica or something in the background. I was really getting into that. But the vocals just for some reason never sold me. Like this guy just never hit a fucking pitch that I like. But it's he, he wasn't bad. He just didn't go the way I was hoping he would. But it's still I give it a 2 and a quarter. It's it was a good song. Just mm. that's cool.
1: Yep, I largely feel the same way. We got some funky Ray shit going on now. Uh, good rhythm section. I wish I thought it was an organ. Maybe it was a harmonica. Um, I wrote. I wish the organ was a little bit more prominent. Vocals are decent. Lyrics are horrendous. Good a beat, bluesy kind of solo with a, with the organ uh, overlaid in the background. Mm. Decent song. Uh, probably would have been better if I liked the vocals more. Like mm. like i said, I gave it a two.
4: Cool.
2: This is a band called Glitter Wizard, and this is Mycelia.
1: That was part of the horrendous lyrics, Mycelia. I I can feel you. Mycelia is like a bacteria or something. Yeah, it was a little weird. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: Then we had, uh, oh, another interlude. This one we kind of liked and we talked through it. Mm -hmm.
1: I think that'll be what we do from now on, just put it like a little underlayment.
0: Yeah, if, if it's something like that, if I get an interlude, I'm totally going to be like, hey,
1: guys, yeah.
0: what do you think about this? Uh, then the third, the actual second song kicks in. I put slow open. Vocals are kind of a lot like a lot of a hardcore I listen to these days. There's a lot of these kind of bands that are more like they just kind of talk and shout and almost like preachy. Um I did not think you'd like music like this at all so it really surprised me that you had a song like this so
1: maybe maybe the whole album's like this maybe the whole bands like this maybe it's just this one song. I actually played a song from this band like probably like 2 or 3 weeks ago. He didn't rhyme anything but almost had like a rap cadence to mm. it.
0: So there's there's a new thing and like there's a hardcore scene right now that a lot of them are, there's a lot of bands that do, do something like this and it's a very similar like it's more of like a shout. There's no screaming or anything. This is just what they do. They kind of like talk. Mm-hmm. And it's very powerful stuff when it's done right. This song really, kind of like Steve's first song, and it really got out of like third gear for me. Like, I was kind of hoping it was going to have some kind of a peak, and it really didn't. I really liked where it was going. I enjoy that style of like almost like a preaching to you, you know, like I don't mind that at all, like Mm. the spoken word kind of thing. But typically, there's like a fucking, like there's something that picks it up and then like lets it fade out, and Mm. this really never did that for me. Um, Solid song. I just, I got it to a 1.9. I couldn't get any higher than it because it just never really got out of that. Like it never got out of a pocket. It almost felt like this was an interlude. Mm. You know what I mean? It didn't really feel like it felt like kind
1: of real song, but not really to me. I could be wrong.
0: though. I don't know. Maybe the rest of the band is
1: like that. I don't know. Uh, yeah, this one had like a, a soft, almost interlude-type opening, which I, I didn't expect the verse to be like it was based on that intro. Yeah, I shockingly didn't hate this. I picture angsty teenagers cutting themselves to this <laughs> and putting it on TikTok. I gave yeah. it a 2.0. Cool. So we're pretty similar to that. This is a band
2: called Me Without You. Oh, yeah, yeah. Silencer. Like I played them a couple weeks ago. Yeah, they've been, around, they've been around for a while. And this is off of A to B Life. The album's kind of, if you listen to it, like I think we talked about it, if you heard the album in sequence, it might make more yeah. sense the if way you, it goes. If you like stuff like this, right, yeah. I can show you a bunch of bands like this. That it, this might a... just be that one fucking one in the pocket that I like out of shit like that too. You know what I mean? Like that. I kind of here's what it comes down stuff. to:
0: a list of bands that sound just like <clears throat> this. You'd probably like if you found <clears throat> on your own, but if I show them to <clears throat> you or played them on this podcast, you'd go, mm, "Not my thing." I get it. We all kind of do that to each other, <clears throat> but that's okay. Uh, next song. I put. Uh, this has a feel that I dig too. Um, I like this singer a lot. This guy has the passion out. I really like. This guy had some like a fucking oomph into him. Um, really good groove hook too. Like almost like a Crowbar style riffing that I really, really was getting into. Uh, I wrote down 2.5. I'm actually gonna give this a little bit of a. I'm gonna give this to a 2.7 because I really enjoyed that that riffing at the end there. That I I I kind of like pre. I, yeah. Jump the gun, yeah, jump the gun a little bit. But I was, mm-hmm. I actually, I'm gonna give this a two seven, not a two seven five, but a two seven. That's cool. I like this song.
1: Cool. I uh, basically feel the same way. Upbeat catchy riff. Uh, more vocals that I feel like I should hate, but don't. Good almost southern style riff for the breakdown slash hook section. Uh, best song of the series for right tonight. I gave it a two point two.
2: Cool. Cool. It's a band called Hellhorse with one L. Uh, this is Kill Yourself off of O Death. All
1: right. Is that Hell Horse? Is it Have you heard anything else from that
2: Uh well, I've only listened to that one album that I have on my liked list that Is I saved. Similar to that S- song. Yeah. That album's pretty much shorter songs that kind of
1: What do they classify as as far as like a genre? I don't know. It's kind of
0: a lot of hardcore sounds like that. Now, yeah. Right? yeah. Yeah. It's Would gorgeous. you consider that like crossover a little bit? No. Like every time I die I Does riffs like that and Yeah there was, a, there was a big thing In like the mid To like late 2000s Where like a lot of Like Memphis May Fire And fucking He is Legend Did a lot of weird Like like bluesy riffs that, um, Or like Groove riffs That's not uncommon In, in a lot of like Post hardcore Is what they call it now You know like
1: Yeah But See every time I've heard Post hardcore It's been uh Like real Atmospheric Kind of stuff mixed with hardcore and i thought that's what post-hardcore was
0: well there's there's post-punk which is like the fucking 80s like new right. wave stuff that we like and then post-hardcore yeah. it can be a, the thing is it's such a fucking big genre it's, it's post everything i think well post hardcore quote unquote isn't really it's kind of like a generalized statement it's almost like gent now like that mm-hmm. fucking which i hate the term but like <laughs> it's just fear factory mashuga and fear factor yeah. is what that is you know what i mean like it's just what it is. It's not hate breed. It's not terror. It's not like Madball. It's not blood for blood. Like it's not hardcore from the fucking late '80s, early '90s. Yeah. To like late '90s even. Um. So like, hardcore kids didn't want it being labeled like as hardcore, even though those kids grew up listening. You know what I mean? It's just the yeah. yeah. It's essentially it's a fucking term that was coined from
1: uh, elitists. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it's the same. as like, in in black metal. There's post black metal, and they call it shoegaze, and it's real atmospheric. And that's that, what that is. That's what that is.
0: Oh, I didn't know yeah.
1: that. I mean, there's other kinds of shoegaze too. <sighs> yeah, but still... there's like black metal that's mm. considered shoegaze. I didn't know that. And it's really like, post black metal, and it came cons- from the elitist, what too. Would you I'm
2: consider, sure. Consider like, uh, are you familiar with Catatonia? Yeah, I would, would
1: consider, you consider them... them post.
2: Like, uh, well, they were originally black metal. Yeah, or, you know. In the then they early just became day, like a real. Then like, they became like soft.
1: Like, like depressive kind of. Yeah, I don't know. They were to me. They were more of a death metal band, just on like the more atmospheric, moody side. They had some catatonia at. Uh, oh, did they? Yeah, they did. Which one did you recognize the album name? Uh, the one was the purple good. one with the dead bird on the cover. Is it uh, Umberta? No. no, I think they had that too.
0: Yeah, yeah. We didn't even talk about that while so i Yeah, we'll get there.
1: there. Um. All right, so. Actually, yeah, we could talk about that now if you're setting up. Mike,
0: I'm not I don't have the same problem. You guys do, but for some reason it was going slow.
1: Yeah setting up but yeah, if you guys want to talk about we, we we finally
0: did the purchase street records in uh, New Bedford, Massachusetts today. Steve's first
1: time. Yeah. Steve, what'd you think? Uh real good selection. Some of the prices were on point, some were a little high. I didn't really see any deals, but then again I didn't get into um I hit my limit before I search the whole store so there could have been plenty of deals there
0: yeah the the deals are in like the the like older used stuff older metal stuff yeah Yeah. like the aussies and the priests and that that era Mm -hmm. there's a lot you can get shit as low as like five to eight bucks sometimes i think i've seen i know i've bought a couple from like eight to ten told you on the way back i got british steel there for ten bucks Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like that's a fucking yeah I don't care what
1: version pressing that is. It's a yeah. fucking
0: great deal for ten bucks. Yep. Yeah, you know, it's one of my favorite priest albums. It's one of my favorite metal albums of all time. So.
1: Yeah, if you're in the area, uh, great selection. There's a, there was a, I picked up a lot of stuff from bands that you'll see maybe at Newberry Comics. So you'll definitely see at uh, Armageddon, which is a specialized metal shop here. But they had uh, they had albums from these bands that I never see anywhere else and because of that i had to i had to pick him up because i just don't see him i don't even see him online yep. and he had him so and that if i sure. do see him online it's from fucking russia or something you gotta pay 30 dollars for shipping yep. rush rush it's <laughs> a lot of that there <laughs> yes yes there is. roger's a good
0: dude i don't know him personally but i've met him a few times there and i've talked to him a couple times and i'm sure if we if it wasn't like if there wasn't a dude because you can only allow four people at a time in right now because of the covid thing mm-hmm. If if we could have had a couple more minutes to talk and being like, hey, we're from a podcast, we're all vinyl collectors. Like, it's first time we've come up as a show. You know, we'll give you a shout out, like, yeah, hit you up or whatever. Like, honestly, I, I, we still can, but we should fucking take a picture of all the records we bought today, mm. like just one picture, yeah, and fucking, like, hey, you know, thank you know from the Three Dudes and Cobras podcast, we appreciate you. Thanks for you know having us today or whatever. Like, yep. It's like with Kodaks, like that's a fucking that's something we should fucking work towards whenever shit gets yeah. back to normal, you know? Yep. It's
1: going to. So eventually.
0: Although I just was reading an article on like the f- Fighter and the uh the Fighter and the Kid, how those guys both got tested positive for COVID because they did those shows in Texas and they were ranting and raving about how they're not afraid. And like I still don't think they have a reason to be afraid of it. Shab, Brandon Shab, like three days in, he's hundred percent fine. Yeah, plus yeah. who knows if they
1: got it from Texas. You know, you don't he, know where you got he, it from. He
0: thinks he got it from his brother-in-law. Because um, it takes longer than three days for a, Generally, you, yeah. 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 But some people are already attacking him for like, oh, you're fucking stupid, you shouldn't have done it, blah, blah, blah. Some people aren't. Hey,
1: well, fuck it. You're going to get sick, you can get the flu. I mean, Dude, you got
0: to live your life, man. You got to, listen, you, canary in a coal mine. You got to have somebody testing the fucking waters, man. I'm yeah. sorry. You got to yep. do it. Yep. So, I... I I don't fucking fault them at all. got the Roach clip. Oh yeah, he's going hard yeah. in the bank. If you guys are ready, I'm. I'll, I'll fucking. I'll hit uh, shuffle. All Hopefully, right. my my sound my sound should be good. It's all right. No, no, we're learning. We'll get there. It really does. If we have everything queued up, which we'll just have to get better with that pre-show, uh, it really does make it go by a little bit quicker.
1: I wonder if we could get three of these wires and have them all hooked up at the same okay. time and I can just control them with the three. We probably could. Like these? Yeah. One for each phone.
0: Yeah. I mean, but realistically, like, it's, it's just we're going to talk in between, so we just got to be more conscious of, like.
1: Yeah. Being ready. Yeah. And I, I
0: not for nothing, like. If any of us need a fucking upgrade anytime soon, like we're not going to be with
1: it, no phones anymore having headphones. So. We were talking about the Bluetooth thing, so that would be even better. That would cancel this out completely
0: because yeah. we could literally just hook up to it and pair up to it and make sure we're on True. it. And we're good. So I would just fucking leave it well enough alone. Good thought process. Honestly, we're going to fucking, we always kill a couple minutes in between mm-hmm. us, anyway, So that's called filler. We're all yes. full of hot air. So you're welcome. Uh, I made sure to screenshot all of them just in case. I know what the last two were. I know what the first one is, but I don't. You can go back, by there.
1: the way. I did it. Okay, that's why you heard music when I when I went back. All right. Um, I just fucking screenshotted for me. Uh, all right. So whoever wants to go first. I go first. Oh, Steve, good. Go uh great old school hip hop metal track. Onyx and Biohazard from the Judgment Night soundtrack. Um, Onyx always has great energy, even when the lyrics are sometimes bullshit. That being said. Sticky Fingers is one of the best ever. You have played this on the show before, but that was before. I don't know if I played this song. I played something off this. I played it. Oh, I yeah, played, played Judgment it? Night early on. Yeah, right. this was before we were playing the music, though, yeah. so that's okay. Um, I give that a 3.0 all day.
2: Uh, I basically second
0: everything Steve said, and I gave it a 3 as well. Okay. Uh, not a song that I listen to often because it's not like you don't. I don't search out yeah. soundtracks specifically mm. all the time. So that's the beauty of just hitting shuffle play because <clears throat> no fucking idea what's ever gonna come up.
1: And that is a great soundtrack all around, actually. Yeah, it is. Um, I was gonna suggest watching that because I thought Stallone was in it, but he's not. No, uh, it's Jeremy M- Piven, Melia
0: and- M- M- I think, isn't it?
1: Maybe. Pretty
0: sure. Pretty positive. He's the main character.
1: I don't think I've ever seen it.
0: It's weird. It's just it's like four white dudes going to a hockey game. They get they break down
1: in the middle of like the ghetto and get chased around a fucking city. Is right. that why they did the rap hardcore thing for uh rap and uh, hip hop uh, rap and metal thing for yeah. the oh. soundtrack? Yeah, I think I thought Ice T was in the
0: movie. I could be wrong though. Oh, I'm not I, sure. Um, I know he's on the track with Slayer. I think so. Uh,
1: um, song two, good. Uh, I should hate this with my heart and soul. I feel like I should be coming up with some witty remark about how I want to kill myself. Instead, I'm thinking about giving it a two. If my girlfriend played this in the car, I'd be okay with it. If my friend did, I'd still kick him out of the car. <laughs> I gave it a two. I put, at first I thought it was Hawkwind by the weird fucking,
2: you know, creepy fucking intro. Uh, with all the keyboards and all that fun stuff uh then it was changed up it's not bad i like the slower parts in this song better than i like the upbeat parts uh it's not something i go back and listen to i gave it a 1.75
0: wasn't feeling it as much this is one of my favorite Mm. bands and they're not much of a band there's they all they ever put out were two two six song eps and a couple singles uh they just never got off the ground this is a band that 100 percent should have like you would think that this would have been all over the radio in the two thousands. And it was not. They never for whatever reason just couldn't figure out how to get get themselves going. There's a band called The Moxie. They're from Philadelphia. I found out about them because Bam Margera produced one of their videos and put them in one of his he, he made this like where the fuck is Santa Claus movie where him and the dudes from like Sweden I don't know, it was weird, but they played a song in that and that's how I found them and I fucking love it. Like everything they do is that weird, like poppy eighties, like post punk sound, like i i love it i legitimately listen to this all the, i listen to this at the gym i don't
1: think this this one sounded like that at all really to me <sighs>
0: to me this sounds very yeah. 80s very if you listen to all their stuff like, to there's me, some
1: stuff in the background that i could i could hear that not like i'm like,
0: not talking like uh like the cure punk, yeah. but like this is more like 80s driven with a lot of the background like keys and stuff than it is like anything else like mm-hmm. it's very like mid-2000s chick band you know like i yeah. i fucking i love it like you know, certain, like almost like Paramore in some respects. I love, I like a lot of that stuff. I think it's because I had Rosie and I like a lot of music like that, anyways. So it's funny, is like this song is something I listen to a lot. Uh, so I wasn't sure. I've, I've thought about playing this, band before. I played, so it's weird as this band broke up and then turned into another band that's a little more like almost like Stoner Rock. And I played one of their songs a while ago when I found it. I can't remember the name of what it was now. But this girl, I follow her on Instagram and stuff. Greta Hotmer, and she's they're in like a they put out like a new band like a year or two ago, but again like never got like a full album off the way like kept on saying they were going to just like this band, and it just never happens for this girl or her band. And she's phenomenal like she does like um, solo videos where it's just her and a piano and shit, and she's got a, a m- amazing voice. Uh, when she even when she does that kind of stuff, she does a lot of covers and stuff too. She does uh, a lot of really good stuff, but. They just never fucking... She can't get out of Westchester, Pennsylvania. Yeah. So. Oh. But I like it. Back in the day, I actually paid money for both EPs on iTunes. I, and, did, uh, I didn't hate it. No, I, I don't mind. I don't know if you'd love all of it, but I think this is one of the better songs. This is the second EP called Volume 2. This is the one 1A, 1B one on that one, and then there's like four other songs. Like There's two really good songs, and mm-hmm. then there's four other songs. Same thing with the first EP. Anyways. I wasn't sure what what was, what was going to happen. I've thought about playing them a lot before it, and I was always like, nah, I'll pull the
1: trigger. I don't want to fucking get my, you know. He's Spotify did it for you.
0: Yeah, hey, look at that. Thank you, Spotify. Uh, go ahead with the second, the third song. Uh,
1: kind of a death metal open to the song. I must be in a mood because I don't mind these vocals, which definitely is not my normal cup of tea. Uh, the guy actually sounds familiar. I'm almost, I don't know who it is, but I'm almost positive they did A song for like somebody in NXT or something like that. Nope. No? Um, Simple all around, but well executed. I gave it a 2.3. You're thinking of Alistair Black. You're thinking of the lead singer of Incendiary. Kind of has the same kind of voice, yeah.
0: Similar, higher pitch. That guy's, uh, eh, yeah, they're not far off pitch-wise. Different style, though. The dude from Incendiary is more Zack De La Roca, Mm -hmm. like more rappy. This is more like, I'm going to fucking slit your throat. Screaming at you Like there's no rhyme To his vocals He just screams Yeah. The dude from Incendiary Like flows Like he's He really like He sounds like Fucking Rage Against the Machine Yeah. But yeah It's Alistair blood That's what you're thinking of
2: Alright I put on uh, Musically reminds me Of a heavier On Broken Wings I uh, liked it enough To give it
0: a two and a quarter I've played this band A few times This is Knocked Loose Knocked I Loose I thought it might be then right. too uh, This is from the first album Laugh Tracks And this is a song called A Fetish that fucking first, this is their first like major label album. They had an EP before that. Um, this song, this album I've never seen a fucking jetpack attached to a band like this voice. in not in a long time. And, and not, especially not in this style of music. <laughs> if this year didn't happen this band would have been a fucking they were picking up tours that like a bunch of 21-year-old, 22-year-old kids from fucking Kentucky like you'd never expect them to be on. And I, I love everything about this album. Uh, this is one of those bands, we were talking about earlier, like where a band can upstage the the headliner. Mm. I've legitimately seen this band upstage. I've seen them probably five or six times now. I've seen them upstage the fucking, the headliners two or three of those times. Like just flat out, the, the, the people that are there, go for them. They destroy the fucking area that they're in. Yep. As soon as they're off the stage, they the leave. place clears out. It's unfucking real, man. Like I know what happened with Midnight too. Everybody left. Yeah, everybody just took off. It it was very much like that, and very similar as far as like what happens. Like it's you can feel the fucking energy in the room pick up when this band hits the stage, and then all of a sudden, like nothing that follows them can can keep up with it. It's very rare that like what can.
1: So So, who were the two? You said it happened two or three times out of like five. Who kept up with them?
0: Every time I die, kept up with them note for note because they're just as energetic but not as heavy. Mm -hmm. Um. But it was like – like when I saw I saw these guys open up for uh, – actually the show I was talking about earlier where I bought their album and it, it was broken when I got it home, that was in Boston at um, the Middle East and in, in the bottom, the basement of the Middle East. Mm. And uh, it was Every Time I Die, which is one of the best times I've ever seen them, and uh, which I've seen them a lot. And these guys open it up, and both were equally there. But one thing about Every Time I Die is they have an unbelievably um, – loyal fan base Mm. so if they're headlining a show typically people are there to like to to hang out with them yeah it's when they're opening up for bands that like typically they get they get put on shows that they don't really belong on because they don't really belong with anybody technically like they have their own sound yeah so i've seen them open up for a lot of people and it's just awkward as fuck when they're on stage because nobody knows what to do for every time of day unless you're one of their fans Mm -hmm. and then like like at one of their headlining shows, everybody goes fucking nuts. People literally hang off the ceiling and drop on people and fucking jump off the stage and like, it's nonstop. If they open up for the for like a band that's not like that, it's fucking weird, man. And I've seen that happen a lot with them. I saw yeah. that they that happened on at Ozfest when they were on Ozfest. That happened on fucking. They played a show with Ice Nine Kills and uh what's that other fucking band? These two bands. Oh, the band that headlined with the fuck. Oh my god, I can't believe I can't remember their name right now. Motionless and White, which both bands are, like, almost, like, modern, modern like, Marilyn Manson, mm-hmm. modern, like, Rob Zombie. Like, they're, they're yeah. really loud. I think synth-y. you played – somebody played them i played the both show. of them. I've played both of them at least once or twice now. Yeah. And they're both very, like, synthy and loud and – but very theatrical. Mm-hmm. Fucking every time I die, I get on the stage and it's just five dudes, like, yeah. with no frills, no lights, no – you know what I mean? And, like, the fucking band – like, the kids that were there, like, all the – they're all modern, like, Hot Topic kids. Like, they all wear, like, yeah. mesh T-shirts and shit. Yeah. Like, not the same crowd, man. And you could just fucking tell. Like, you could even see on every time I die. like, you'd see the band just being like, all right. (laughs) Like, there's nothing. It's just a tour for them. Knock loose. uh, I saw them also. You said two or three times. The first time I ever saw them or even heard about them, they opened up for uh, Acacia Strain at FET. And that's the show that I traded a couple Super Nintendo games to Vincent, the lead singer of Acacia Strain, to get into the show. Mm -hmm. And uh, I wanted to go to the show either way, heard about this band listen to a couple songs they didn't even have this album wasn't even out yet and it was coming out a couple months later and i mean not a huge crowd that night it was maybe 150 people there and i'm talking like 25 30 people bailed And they were like they didn't even have an album yet people were just like oh holy shit like they were legit like knocked off you know what i mean like, yeah. and then the biggest time i've ever seen it happen with this band is uh at the palladium um uh, another band the Van, uh, a band called Vanna from Massachusetts uh, I don't know I don't know if you guys would like it at all some some of the stuff you guys might be okay with some of it you won't be so they played their final show right and like it was this big thing I, fucking 18 Visions was there who was one of my favorite bands who has that's their only show on the East Coast in 15 years. On um, Broken Wings That was like One of their first shows Back in like 10-15 years Like all these bands Played the show I would have loved To see On Broken Wings And it was upset. Dude it was violent Like this was only Like a year or two ago I brought my My daughter and my sister And like I got Fucking punched in the face On On Broken Wings Like violent Like everything I told Rosie about Everything like Old old shows On Broken Wings did Like it was The fucking people That because they Played upstairs hmm. Dude just violent Like people just Hurting people And that's all that, that Happens when you see That band live so then – so I think they were, like, one of the last bands up there or the last band up there. So then there's a bunch of bands, like, um, on the main stage. And it's, like so – I can't remember the whole lineup. but There was, like, one band played. You know, the crowd was all right. And this was a sold-out show, like, full-blown, sold-out. Both stages were open, almost like a fucking metal fest. 18 Visions plays, big band, put their new – the the first album out in, like, over 10 years, first East Coast tour in fucking, like, 10, 15 years. Not even a tour. It's, like, a one-off show. Mm the crowd went for it but they played really really old obscure songs so not everybody knew them and then all of a sudden Knock Loose came on the stage and fucking like the entire dude the entire place was completely full like the fucking rafters up, up in the top of the seats the fucking floor from the front of the stage to the fucking bar in the back that fucking place was mo- like it was moving it was mm-hmm. unfucking real you couldn't even get near the floor It was it was that fucking crazy and as soon as they were done, over half the fucking crowd left. Yeah. And it's Vanna's farewell, like this big band from Massachusetts, like their farewell show. Everybody's there to quote unquote see them. Nah. Like, dude, I'm talking it was fucking weird to see the palladium, which hold it was like a two thousand person place, if yeah. not more, you know? To just like <laughs> like,
1: it's supposed to be this band's fair where they played for like an hour and a half.
0: They played like they had both singers come out the original singer from 10 years ago, the last guy. Like,
1: how would you like to be that band? You walk out, you see, God, full full, we fucking sold this place. This up, is amazing, God, yeah. And then and all of a sudden, fucking knocked Bose. loose, yep. And there at that time, the
0: like, we're talking, fuck man, Isaac, the, the guitarist, I think he now is 21, and this is like two years ago, so he was only like 19, 20, mm-hmm. you know. The lead singer, fucking, I think he's 23. Like, they're young kids, and they've been doing this for four or five years now. Yeah, Dude, I'm talking, like, if it was a tour, it'd be one thing even, but this was a one-off show specifically for this one band. Mm-hmm. So to see that from the fucking crowd point of view, it was weird, man. It was so And, like, even even at, like, the highest point of whatever their, like, Vanna's hit songs were, like, the crowd still wasn't even... It was, it's nuts man so i've seen them do oh, that a they were while.
1: probably still happy cuz the place sold out they probably got oh, most, they, got, a big they got the ticket sales yeah. and then Knock Loose probably just got a flat fee mm-hmm. so
0: but they fucking demolish man yeah. like that band 100% whenever shit packs like that's the fucking band like that is that band fucking crushes every time they play it's just there's a there, there's just Something about raw energy, and they're one of the only bands that plays they record live mm-hmm. all five dudes are in the room when they record all the songs they record them live. I think the only thing that's not recorded live are the vocals i think he I think the band records, and then I think he records like once the music's recorded, yep, but still that's still fucking recording live. you know what i mean like mm-hmm. it's it's not many bands do that anymore, if any at all, yep, so anyways, that was my spiel about that band so uh interesting pacing of songs tonight.
1: Yeah, very. You could tell there was no thought put into it. It's very all over the place. Yep. Sequencing not as we normally would.
0: Zero. Yeah. <laughs> there, zero. Was, there was zero sequencing tonight. Yeah. Now, granted, I am not gonna lie. Like my picks were. That's exactly how my brain works. Like that really is how I play music. Yep. So that fit me pretty well. The first song not so much, but it still fits a lot of what I listen to. So yeah. it's it's not any different. But I that's my day to day. That's
1: where I go. Like, I'll listen to... Oh, me too. Like, I usually I usually hit shuffle in my car anyway. I do, I just yeah. hit shuffle, and whether it be some big playlist I made or just, like, songs, whatever. Just easier. Yeah. Then I just skip what I don't feel like listening to. It's like
0: listening to the radio, but you control it, you know?
1: Right. And it's all stuff that you like, which is really nice, you know? Yep.
0: So, hopefully, you guys enjoyed that. Uh, we had a good discussion. Typical hour and a half or so show. Yeah,
1: about should. that. Uh, we never finished the Purchase Street discussion. Oh, shit. What did you get today?
0: Uh, I picked up um death before dishonor uh their second full length i can't remember the fucking name of it right now my brain is not working guys i apologize it's one of my favorite albums oh count me in um uh death before dishonor count me in i had that album since the day it came out i lost the cd of it in uh, i totaled a vehicle on a highway going on vacation with my wife and my daughter in the, in the truck i hydroplaned. i hit a really bad weird like spot flood and I was going, like, 35 miles an hour on the highway. You couldn't even see in front of you. And my tires just fucking... It was a brand-new pavement, so whenever you have brand-new pavement, it's, like, extra slick. Yeah. And it was legit, like, two inches of water on the ground where we were going through. And I just fucking... My tire just hit the wrong spot, man. and spun me out and fucking put me right into a wall. And that CD was what we were listening to. So I don't own it anymore. I still listen to it all the time on Spotify or whatever, you know. But, like, the fact that I picked it up... I picked it up for 12 bucks today it made me feel pretty good. And then I also grabbed... Um, Oh god damn it! A Boyce's Fire album, I think it's. I can't remember the fucking name of it right now. I my brain's not really firing right now, guys. I Mm. do apologize. Um, but it's one of my again another one of my favorite albums. I played a song, the opening song of it, a couple weeks ago. Yeah. It was that's the band you guys were like, oh, that almost kind of sounds like Tool. Mm -hmm. Mm. Like that's that album. Like I don't know if you remember what I'm talking about. Yeah, I vaguely remember. It opens up with like almost like an acoustic thing, and then it kicks in, and it's like real heavy. That's that album, yeah. Cool. We,
1: I think we said vocally, probably sounds like them a little bit, right? Even the
0: drums, even the pay, like the sequencing of the song, like the drums sound a lot like the way Tool would have written. Um, the vocals kind of in a sense, too. Uh, Nathan Gray is like a super powerful singer, so a lot of he does a lot of that talky stuff, kind of like where mm. he was like one of the originators, they've been around since like 94, <clears throat> so like he's been doing this shit forever. So a lot of bands now that are doing a lot of what's going on, they've they, that's the fucking band that started it, so yeah.
1: Ray, what did you pick up?
2: I got uh, Tool Anima, uh, scored that. Yeah, uh, I think so. That's a good pickup, man. I picked up Genesis, Trespass. Well, it's a early Genesis album. And I also picked up uh, Dodd Guards International 666, cool. which is kind of a rare album to grab from purchase for me. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was good.
1: So here's a better question. What did you guys put back? <laughs> oh, man. Um
0: fuck projects in the jungle and metal magic from pantero i put both those back down i had to put i had to ungrip my hands from the fucking uh 101 proof live Mm -hmm. yeah like i would fucking love to have that album on vinyl yep i also had all three of those in my hands um oh man there was um. there were three blood for blood albums that i want on vinyl um I'm gonna buy those from him though, from Rob. Rob's brother sells them. Rob's brother has an online punk and hardcore label mm. in a record shop. So I'm just gonna buy them from him because I talk to the dude all the time. So I feel weird like, yeah, not buying it from him. Yeah, might as well put it in his pocket. Yeah, I
2: put back uh, the Swords first album, Age of Winters, for 20 bucks, yeah. and I put back uh, American Volume Dealer by Coc. I,
0: think I have for, that on vinyl. I think
2: for 35 bucks that I was going there. So that
0: one you can find for you can find yeah. that easy. I have that one on
2: vinyl. At that point I just kind of didn't want to even go for any more records. Like yeah. I'm I was looking and I'm like
0: I I got this in my
2: hand right now. Yeah. I
1: got 50 bucks in my hand and then I see the trespass and I'm like That's what happened to me. I hit 20 like, more bucks. I hit like 70 fuck? and then I was like, "Oh god, I really want that. Let me go to 100." Mm. And I said, "I don't really want to go over 100." And then you
2: fucking started pointing out the black metal on the bottom. Exactly. I'm like And then I hit
1: 135. Mm -hmm. Anyway, I ended up getting uh, Danzig 3, How the Gods Kill Which, uh, in my opinion, better than the first two Even though I love the first two Mm. The second
0: one is still my favorite album
1: Yeah, that would be my second favorite Autopsy, uh, Critical Madness, The Demo Years Which is obviously both of their demos from 87 and 88 Uh, Sepultura, Arise That I'm fucking sad I didn't see I would have grabbed that They had uh, Chaos AD and this I would have liked to get... um, Beneath the remains, also I oh, know I have Beneath the remains. What's the other one? One of the early ones, Chaos A.D. Arise Beneath the remains, and there's one more. Oh, one.
0: oh God! Spiritual fucking not. Um, holy fuck! God, that's it's it. before Beneath the remains. It's the one yeah. before that. It's um,
1: I can't. I really like that one too, and I can't. remember. That's what. like black metal. Like that's not even. Oh, that's uh, schizophrenia. I have that. Yeah, but there's another one. There's another just one just like that. And yeah. I, I think it's wow, my God. I can't think of the name. I of know that. it too. I think I have it. I think I have it on CD. Yeah, but. Uh, I wanted that one, too. Didn't have that one. I would have picked up both if they did. And uh, Isengard, I'm not going to try to pronounce the name, which is a Fenris from Dark Throne side project, which I only ever see the second album, so I had to pick that up, too. All the stuff, like I said earlier, all the stuff is, I see these bands everywhere, but never the albums I want. So I said, I might as well just fucking spend the money and get them.
0: He's, that place, that you got to see it. You kind of like, when me and when we were talking, the last time we did a record review, we did uh, Armageddon Show. Mm-hmm. Armageddon's a niche place. It's super yeah. niche. It's not anywhere near as full. Yeah. I think. Like I'm not even talking like genre wise. Like has th- got everything, but I just feel like even the way it's laid out, I feel I'm pretty sure Armageddon's a little bit bigger floor plan, and I don't think they utilize as much floor space. Their their shelves are a little bit lower.
1: Yeah. And I don't remember there being as much underneath either. Like, there is, but I think it's designated for because they're a label also. So I think it's just like multiple copies of yeah, their th- label stuff. That's what I thought. Yeah,
0: yeah. Th- where Roger, it's like more stuff on yeah. top of more stuff. Like, yeah. yeah. I think he's smart. I think he puts all the like the more name stuff up top, and yeah. I feel like all the stuff in the bottom
1: is fucking. I never really dug too deep into the bottom stuff. Yeah, that's how it was. A lot of the top was name stuff, and there was other stuff too. But then bottom is you know where you where I found pretty much you're everything, gonna everything i had yeah and it was cheaper too
0: it's a tr- it's really is. A, it's a true record store like yeah. he and even fucking you know he can only allow four people in at one time right now he has his fucking throw some hand sanitizer on he's cool about everything i think he could tell we weren't there to just fucking flip through yeah and he was pretty honest with us right away he's like i've already had to kick out a few people for just kind of coming in because they want to get out of the sun yeah he's like oh you probably
1: uh, record store, you probably i know i see it in armageddon all the time like some 50 year old couple come in and they're like, oh, they're going to go look for some stuff from their teenage years, and that's not the place to go that's for that. That's you're going to find. Yeah. yeah.
0: And like, I I think too, you know, especially with the fact that if you can only have four people in at one time, right? Because of, especially because it's, that's, that's New Bedford. So it's Massachusetts. Their, their guidelines are different than ours. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you're, you're there to make money.
1: You're not there to not make money. Yeah. So like if you just, just have a looky loose browsing and you can only, Allow four people, then you yeah, to go. I mean, someone else might want to come in and spend some money. I dropped like forty-eight bucks. I I got two vinyls and two patches because I got two patches for
0: my daughter. Yeah, I don't even know. So the patches must have been. I don't know if the, there must be tax on them. I don't know if there's tax. Uh, probably
1: I think was because no. Well, the way he made about mine, three bills off us. That's what was, I'm saying. Yeah. Mine was yeah, twenty. He, he paid about uh, three something. We we about three hundred. Yeah. I think 20
2: 24 and fifty it came to ninety-eight bucks. Yep. Yeah. Uh,
0: so 90, we'll just round 90, it up to yeah. hundred.
2: Maybe there was tax on it. Yeah, maybe four dollars tax, maybe on um, whatever I spent.
0: There has to be tax. Think about it. Yeah, it's I'm sure it. there is. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I think mine was. I had mine should have been thirty two. So we'll say. I mean, how much could fucking two patches be? Like he, they say like up Probably to like eight five, bucks, six but, bucks. Yeah, like oh. which because I know that they are real. Like those are real fucking patches. Those mm-hmm. aren't like something that some of the ones that he has in there. I think people make for him, but some yeah. of the ones are fucking like for real. You yeah. know, like and if I don't know if you guys look at that. So like I didn't look. I don't even look at the cassettes. But I know that there's, like, some for real shit in there. Mm-hmm. I Love. didn't even fucking look at – I didn't look at CDs at all. But he's got, like, other stuff, too. Like, he's got, like, those gnomes, of like garden gnomes that somebody hand-painted for him. And I probably didn't look at half the fucking store. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, you got to get fixated. Like, I know what my favorite section is. or mm-hmm. I have, like, two favorite sections. My number one favorite section is the section I was in that I got both vinyls out of, which is, like, the fucking hardcore punk section. That's where I find – Every band that I really, really love Or most of them mm-hmm. And then I always I totally skipped it today Because I, I just I was there for Like buy a couple vinyl At a certain price Try to get something for Rosie for a birthday I got the two patches for Super hard hard to find Fucking type of negative patches So I'm re- very happy about that But like I always go in the old school metal rock section Like I love the fucking mm-hmm. The Aussie fucking priest the, I, There's always a gem in there There's always a gem or two Where you're like I can't Eight bucks for fucking blah, blah, blah. I can't pass this up. So, like, it's probably good that you didn't go there. Because that's the fucking dangerous
1: section. Well, that's why I didn't. Because once I I did the hardcore section first, because you guys went around. Yeah. And then once I got into the metal section, well, I found Danzig in the hardcore section for some reason. And that's when shit was on. I was like, eh, I'm probably going to hit my limit right here. I'm not even going to look at the rest of the store, because I would have dropped my money. Yeah,
2: basically already said to myself all right american volume dealer and this i don't want to drop anymore and then i saw you pointed out tool and i'm like i had that
0: tool on him in my hand dude and i'm like i even i had uh, time putting that down i just right now i don't i really i've i've been I, fuck man i got i have the new Ramada I have opiate order. on
2: vinyl so those so if i bought an undertow then i'd have like the three ones i really want Put it this
0: way i bought I just just got in the new Ghost Inside that I pre-ordered two months ago. Opened it, haven't played it. I have the new Romala on the way that I already own on fucking uh, on no, Bandcamp. I have I bought that Midnight for You. Mm-hmm. I bought the repressing of 18 Visions Vanity. I bought like I don't know five or six more albums since then. I haven't spun a vinyl in. I was tempted well, to say get... now you just gonna get a record player. I, was I have a record player. I yeah, just don't, yeah. But it's not. I need yeah. a real like. Right. And that's it's kind of. It's not enjoyable point. on that. Yeah. It's because you have to kind of sit in there, and it's. Yeah. And honestly, only certain things sound good out of it. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I'm sitting outside right now, so if I'm gonna fucking play music, I want to play like, I want to be able to play it on my my little Bluetooth thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. So my point is like, I really can't justify right now spending two hundred bucks on vinyl. I'm. I know I'm not gonna open. Yeah. Oh, that Supergiant vinyl on his birthday. Never fucking played that. Like I've I haven't they spun had a, a Super vinyl. giant record there too. Yeah. The new one. I don't like it. Is it a new one? Yeah, Gears uh caught in the gears of um caught in, caught up in the gears of something. I can't remember the name yeah. oh. oh, Down Two? Yeah That was hard to put down. The I Diary like, of a Mad
1: Band, the mm-hmm. threefold fucking vinyl. That was hard to put down. I'm again well they had it. I don't know if they still do, but they have it for like five dollars less if you do want to pick it up. Okay. Because so I've seen Down two on on Amazon, but Armageddon's open. No. no, you can you can they they have their inventory online though. And oh, you can order and then go pick it up.
2: Gotcha, gotcha. That's interesting. Mm. No,
1: I, I kind of like that. They've always had their inventory online. You can I think they've always done that. They just don't really advertise it because they they do a big mail order. Yeah. <clears throat> I might have to check that out. What it comes down to,
0: it's worth the trip up. For us, it's really
1: not that far away. It's like 40 minutes. Yeah. It's a straight shot. It's pretty easy off the highway. Um, The only reason I never went, just because I I was told the parking situation sucks, and it was easy today.
2: (laughs) Today was really easy. Well, that's because of COVID, I think, and all the bullshit
0: going on. I would
1: actually... It's the holiday weekend. I think it's
0: more the holiday weekend. I think it's more like people don't want to be walking around downtown fucking New Bedford on July 3rd. It's probably
1: a thing to go to, like midweek at a certain time where us you know it's not crazy. I mean down it's there. even a weekend
0: thing, but why like why are you gonna go there on Fourth of July? Yeah. Weekend. Yeah. Everybody's at a beach or parties right now or like today is party day, tomorrow's extra hard party day and Sunday's nothing because everybody's gotta recoup because they gotta work on Monday if mm-hmm. you're still working. COVID has some stuff to do with it too. Because not a lot of people want to be cooped up in stores but like there's a lot of restaurants and shit around there. So it's not like it's yeah. not an unpopular area downtown New Bedford almost kind of resembles like parts of Newport like cobblestone fucking Mm -hmm. streets and shit like there's stuff down there it's just I don't know you just gotta I don't know what I've never really gone past Purchase Street so I don't really know but it's it's worth it I'm glad you finally went I'm glad we got to check both of them off like it is what it is I enjoy Purchase Street for what it is because it's a true that was a good clock pop right there it was it's a true it's a true record store and it's got it's got stuff that all of us like, mm-hmm. so there's no, I'll be honest, like Armageddon, I had a hard time being, like, there was two albums in the whole fucking place that I was like, yeah, I mean, I probably could have looked a little bit harder, but I was just in a weird, I don't know, Yeah, felt weird, like, there's a lot of, my problem with Armageddon is there's a lot of fucking,
1: it's super underground.
0: I, I can find a lot of stuff, I found a lot of albums there, there yeah. were only like, one. there was a, a Boys Fire album there that I almost picked up, like one of the first ones, then I ended up grabbing that super joint the second album but like I can f- I listen to a lot of underground stuff that's not what my problem is that place is full we'll just call it fucking call it the way it is just like uh a scurvy dog now it's a lot of fucking brown kids or uh not and I don't mean brown skinned people I mean brown university kids sorry yeah let me preface that it's a lot of like the fucking hipsters it's all hipsters in there and they're not real like they are the, they're exactly what Roger kicks out of his place. They so they a there. That.
1: He'll, he'll get the fucking long-haired Hesha kids mixed in with just someone walking down the road and wanting to go into the record Yeah,
0: car. and when the, the day we went, it was kind of cold. It was January. It wasn't exactly a nice day outside. Mm. I think it was even raining or it was in a weird rain period. Mm. So a lot of people, I swear, a lot of people were just fucking looking. And they, like, get right on top of you. And yeah. they're like, when you're really trying to look through something, you have somebody that's right mm. on your ass. And every time you move to try to get away from them and they move like you're not here looking for a record dude you're just being a dickhead like because yeah. if you were truly looking for records you wouldn't move immediately when i move mm-hmm. you know unless you were looking specifically for that letter that i was in and then you can be like hey man or just wait your fucking turn there was like three dudes that day there were two spanish kids that were in there and like legit one of them every time they were looking at metal, but like one of them every time, and I'm not knocking anybody's Spanish, but that's what they were. I'm just saying, they, it's, you know. It's a descriptive term. They was Spanish. There might have been Portuguese. They were speaking something that I don't understand how to say. So yep. that's what I know. I know. And it was something along those two languages. They just, every time I would move over one when I was done with a section, they would
1: immediately, like immediately, they would just stop halfway through what they were looking for. Mm.
0: Well, which means like you're not actually looking yeah, through. Yeah, they that
1: section. They just wanted to fucking dig through a little bit and fucking wasting time. Yeah, because so they would have finished looking through their section if they were. That's what I'm getting. Case, it. Yeah. it was just
0: it was irritating. So that means you're being crowded in. So like, are you trying to find something? Because they, I, I, I swear, it was like one of those. Almost like I would pull out something and kind of like look at it and think about it and then like put it back. And I almost feel like they were like, "Oh, what's he got?" Kind of thing. Yeah, you know yeah, yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. Yep. Like you don't want to do the fucking searching yourself. You're just trying to scavenge
1: in somebody else's fucking yeah. purchase. Get could have been could, could have been record flippers. That's I did, really don't know anything. Yeah. And then like, looking at what you were picking up.
2: I was just looking at the album. I asked this fucking guy at fucking Purchase Street today if he had in his store. They're asking on Amazon fucking $364 for fucking Through Silver and Blood.
1: Well, who's that, Neurosis? Yeah. I bet you it's cheaper on Discogs. Oh, man.
2: If I can get my hands on that, that would be a fuck. That's like up there with fucking getting Anima uh, and all that
0: on fucking vinyl. What I was, It's a milestone. What I was, No joke, the first thing I looked for in there, uh, a couple months back, he got a shipment of uh, Marilyn Manson out vinyl from Europe. Mm, I saw that. And I really, re- I would fucking give anything to have Andy Chris Superstar on vinyl. And he had it. And I guarantee somebody ran in there and grabbed it. <clears throat> Cause,
1: yeah, I'd probably pick that up if I saw it, too. I don't know how much I'd listen to it, but yeah. I, I did like it a lot. It's a moment. good album.
0: That movie, I mean that movie, that that album 100% the changed, way it ends. changed my life. It, it really changed my scope on fucking, fucking, it changed my scope on music.
2: I watched uh, one of those stupid uh, celebrity ghost stories shows on Amazon, mm-hmm. and it had uh, Marilyn Manson on it, talking about how he like went into the fucking woods with some fucking bully and fucking he went to some underground thing and read the Necronomicon and all. Jesus. (laughs) it's some weird (laughs) shit,
0: man. (laughs) I mean, all right. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, Nolan wanted to go up there too because they have Nirvana bootlegs. Yeah. Like, dude, that kid's got more fucking Nirvana memorabilia than anybody I've ever fucking seen in my life. And they have stuff. I know that they have stuff on vinyl that he doesn't have. But I think he works during the middle of the day, so. Wait, that egg of Fucking slaughter In the Vatican patch Was hard to not buy too I'll yep. throw that out there But Alright let's put a pig in, uh, a pin in this one A pig in the blanket Yeah we, We're <laughs> What are we doing We're doing um, um, No holds barred uh,
1: I don't know What are we doing I
0: honestly doing? don't know What the fuck we're doing Well That doesn't surprise me
1: We're gonna watch a movie Ladies and gentlemen And do commentary
0: Commentary Sidebar What movie
2: are we gonna like pick names out of I a fucking hat?
1: That's that was that was the plan. But yeah. you were too dobby to remember.
2: <laughs> let's, let's end this one. Bye, guys. Peace. Arrivederci, Pee Wee.